You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. Two minutes past four, Kimbo on the reach with you. We are live from Studio Lumo SA. Thanks to Balfour's, no matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. Well, yesterday the Melbourne Cup was run and won. Tomorrow's another big day, Ladies' Day. Oaks Day at Flemington, it's an absolute cracker. And one man that will be front and centre, Roach, doing some of his best work over there, is Miles Fitzner, but he's not quite ready for us at the moment. Well, I'll give you an update from Wollongong then. Cricket. South Australia is still eight down, 262, 127 runs behind New South Wales. Doggett not out 16. Manetti, who was fantastic in our last match, seven not out. So the boys have got a bit of work to do to make sure that they've got a chance to draw this game. Spit it out, Roots. I'll take a draw. I'll take a draw. That's why it's hard to say it, Kim. (laughs) Well, well, practice. Practice makes perfect. That's why our next guest is doing so well and is now based in Melbourne as one of the premier tipsters in in Australia on SEN track. I reckon we helped him with his start, Roots. Miles Fitzner joins us. Hello, Fitzy. Hello, Roots. Hello, Kim. Thanks for having me on. How are you feeling? Uh, Look, to be perfectly honest, um, there's not a lot of tickets left. Um, <laughs> it's been a big, it's been a big, um, a big sort of time here, especially for SEN track. We started with the Caulfield Cup and then Geelong Cup and then two days at Mooney Valley. We've gone Derby Day, Cup Day, we're now Oaks Day tomorrow, and then and then uh, Stakes Day to finish while our normal track commitments continue in between. So Gareth Hall and I were the first people on track today at 4:30 a.m. and um, it was uh, it was a wet and windy start, but gee, the weather fined up for us, and uh, we got a pretty good day's racing. Well, Miles, you're doing a wonderful job. I heard a little bit of it yesterday, and we pumped up the show yesterday. It was a huge day for the network and yourself, and I also saw some of your work on the socials as well in the corporate tents, doing some hosting there. So you're all over it. Uh, we had your good mate David Taggart on, the uh, six-time Group One winning jockey. He said you need a tongue tie. <laughs> yeah, look, he said it's a bit like that. It's pretty hard. You know, your commitments on days like that, I feel like I need a tongue tie, to be perfectly honest, because <laughs> I said to someone, I feel a bit like Liam Neeson's daughter in Taken. You just get led everywhere and you don't know where you're going. And you just <laughs> go from tent to tent and they tell you to speak and then you just go to the next one. But it's all good fun. And, geez, didn't David Taggart uh, go well tipping the cup winner? It's always a, yeah. a difficult race and it's a hard day for tipsters because everyone that's ever procl- proclaimed to be your friend um, wants to be your friend on that day. So it's, it's always difficult um, to try and pick one. But we had a good day as a team. My best one, Tags has won the cup. Cam Luke's won the cup. Yeah, it was a really good day on SEN track. Yeah, surprising the way that uh, drifted gold trip. But, uh, yeah, well done for those that tipped it. Speaking of friends, does the winning jockey, Mark Zara, have many friends? Uh, look, I, I didn't quite catch Mark last night, um, but I'm sure he would have had many friends. Um, we managed to... To, well, uh, he to made it well-known how he felt and winning, didn't he? 
Yeah, well, look, he's copped a bit of heat, Roach, because, you know, yeah. this time last year he was banned, obviously, for the yeah. Mornington Cup Airbnb saga. So um, oh, I'm not probably right across enough of that audio in behind it as we were sort of doing our own, but I didn't quite catch him at the after party. Um, but also I wasn't there very long, boys. I was tucked up in bed nice and early. No, Rich, he was just referring to the last 100 metres. He just didn't want anyone approaching him. Oh, so it was, yeah, he wasn't okay. having a crack at anyone. Oh. He was saying, pee off. I don't want to see another co- uh, horse nut me, which is like what happened in the Caulfield Cup. That was the reference, Miles. Right. Rich has misread that. So he did use the, the P155 word. He just did not want anything he's flashing. Had a, he's had a tough journey in the past few Well, months. he's got himself to blame, as yeah, his wife true, said. True. Hey, what about tomorrow then, Fitzy? What have you got for us? Can you find us a winner? Yeah, look, I think I can. I think I can find you a couple of winners on the day. Now, the Oaks is a bit like the Derby. There's three races in, in and you know this, Kim, being quite an astute form judge yourself, that... The, the two, the Derby and the Oaks being for three-year-olds over 2,500 metres and the Melbourne Cup are the three hardest races you can possibly have yep. a crack in. But we've got a shorty in the Oaks and that she's extreme. And look, long regarded one of the best two-year-olds in the country, now one of the best three-year-olds. Um, she gets against her own sex here. She had a really good run at Ramwick in behind Sharp and Smart and Elliptical. Now, Sharp and Smart went to the Derby um, and uh, was obviously spec pretty well in the Derby. I'm just probably wondering whether or not she's too short to have a bet, um, mm. especially when you're unknown. Now, her mother um, was, uh, I think, one or runner-up in a WA derby, so you, her mother could stay. But whether or not she can, it, it remains to be seen. Now, there's a horse in here called Zenzella, um, the two, for the Mar Eustace team uh, and the jockey James McDonald, who's going as well as anyone in the world. Uh, this horse is by Schnitzel out of a New Zealand mare called Zenista. Uh, and had a really nice lead-up win, um, which is the, normally the form race into this, beating Pavitra from Barrier 14 with James aboard. And I just would have thought that at the $5.50 mark that Denzel probably represents better value than, than backing She's Extreme from an inside gate at $2.50. Now, we saw yesterday, later in the day, the track got chopped out completely, and the rail's gone out to five metres now. The inside's still going to be no good. I've walked it twice. You want to be closer to the outside. So mm. she's extreme being inside. Zenzella six and got the option to sit out a little bit deeper and come down the middle of the track. I'm going to put Zenzella on top. She's extreme to run second. Renaissance woman, the three to run third. And Pavitra, the four to run fourth. But, you know, as we saw with the cup yesterday, I mean, and there's not many form judges in Australia had a misery or high emotion running anywhere near as close as they did. So you can see that if you get the right run of the race, just at the moment, the way the track is, um, you, you can be there in the finish. Yeah, I was saying to Reach, uh, I thought I had the trifecta miles. I had the first two. I liked Emissary as a roughie. I'm a big fan of Maroney's work. And uh, high emotion. I just wish someone had pulled my coattails and said, throw it in as a roughie. I did not have that. Hey, uh, the Victorians, they don't like hearing it, but I think Sydney form's been stronger than Melbourne form for 10 years. Is that a fair guide when you're trying to find a winner uh, through the carnival? Oh, look, it's stacked up. Um, it definitely has stacked up. I think um, I think now it's harder to judge Sydney form and, and Melbourne form because a lot of the main stables have all got stables in Sydney and Melbourne mm. anyway. So you can, you can say, oh, well, you've gone up to Sydney and had two runs. You come down to Melbourne and have two runs and... And is that Sydney form, but it's a Melbourne horse that raced here before it went up there. So mm. uh, um, at the moment, it gets harder to judge. There's certainly um, it, this year, I would say it's stacking up pretty well. But I mean, the horses, sometimes if you, if you ask from a horse from the Mar team, the Waller team, 
Godolphin, you don't know whether they're Sydney or Melbourne horses anyway. All right, um, so, your, so your tips in the Oaks, two, one, three and four. We'll get everyone to write that down. Have you got another each way bet or another bet for us during the program tomorrow? I've got I've got two others for you and they're to book in the card, Ooh. gentlemen. So we'll start with race one. Um, over the 1,700 for the Mar Eustace team, a horse called Arctica with Johnny Allen aboard. I've watched his horse the whole way through. This prep's been superb. Run at Sandown was awesome. Then it went to Mowie just for a kill on a heavy deck um, and took care of them there comfortably. Uh, it'll get back on a soft service here. Uh, $4.40, $1.85. That's a really nice bet in the first. And then go to the last, and it might be the same old story, sticking with Mar Eustace and James McDonald. You would know this, um, Kimbo. I've been with this horse since it trialled back in Rose Hill last year called Grease, the 18. Uh, This horse is a serious, serious horse. I had a ticket for it in the Moya. I then had a ticket for it in another race here at Mooney Valley. They've kept it off heavy decks. If the rain stays away and it's in the soft range, you can back her. If it goes to a heavy range, they'll probably scratch her anyway. But $4.20 and $1.80. There's two of my best bets there at 4.40 and 4.20 for the team for the day. Uh, last question, Moz. That's across uh, over 1,100 metres. Are you worried that it's drawn six on the inside? Should we be looking for the, uh, all the horses out wide coming right along the grandstand? Yeah, the, the, the grandstand or the crown of the track is where you want to be. Now, drawing six, so I've got it that, that she's probably got enough ability and gate speed to either let a leader come up and then James will get across and then track that leader up. Um, I think one would have been really bad, but six in a, in a field like that, I'm not too concerned because I think with the speed that she's got, I think being a really bullish, big front-chested filly, that she can actually jump and then he can just slide across. He'll definitely go right. There's no doubt about that, but she's got enough gate speed and she can also follow a couple that are just outside of her, like Lady Laguna in 10. Um, she can even follow Entremont in eight, which they're going to track her into it to try to get to the front. So not concerned too much there, but you're spot on, Kim. They will want the outside of the Flemington track, crown or worse. Miles, loving your coverage. Just mm. repeating your Oaks tips, two, one, three and four. Your other best bets, race one, number one, are Tika at around 460 and race nine, number 18, Greece at 360. Miles, I don't know if you can, but have an early night, get a hot lemon drink because you've got <laughs> another big day tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, big day on SEN track, all kicks off. We're on trackside there. The show's resume Friday, and then we're all back on deck again for Champions Day, boys. So uh, if you want to follow the races, flick in SEN track. Yeah, good, good on work. you, Miles. You've Miles. been tipping the house down the last couple of years, and that's what happens when you work hard, and Miles does. We have to go to a break, Roach. It's uh, 4.12. Coming up, we're going to have a chat to Natalie Hurst. Now, I don't think I've interviewed Natalie before, the 10th person only to be the coach of the Adelaide Lightning, a very, very successful club. Their season kicks off later this week. I think it's on Friday or Saturday. We'll check that out anyway. Natalie Hurst coming up next. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. 18 on a Wednesday afternoon. We're live from Studio Lumo, we say. The run home, thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. And Hyundai, tech driver Hyundai, Tucson Turbo, diesel, all-wheel drive. Quick text before we go to our next guest. Good afternoon, Kimba and Roach, and well done to Fitzmagic. 
That's Miles Fitzner and he's tipping. Winning form is good form. That's why I like high emotion each way. That's from Aaron. You would have got good value for the place bet there, Azza. So congratulations to you. Alrighty, Adelaide Lightning season gets underway officially on Saturday night. We take on the Southside Flyers at 7 o'clock. Uh, it's interstate. It's played at the State Basketball Centre in Victoria. But the Lightning have a new coach route, only the 10th in the history of club. Because Jan Sterling was such a hog. I think she was there for, what, 12 years? She kept winning. I know. That's why you keep the job. Well, talking of winning, our next guest has got an incredibly winning culture. Mm. uh, And that is the new coach, Nat Hurst, who joins us now. Hello, Nat. Hello. How are you going? Yeah, great. Welcome to Adelaide. (laughs) Well, you've you've been here for a while. I, I mean, it is the second home now, so yeah, uh, I finally don't need maps to get around. Um, I feel like I'm a local already. So, yes, I'm, I'm happy to be back. Yeah, and uh, it's great to have you. Now, obviously, we do a little bit of homework. I was getting bloody confused how many titles you won in the... Uh, <laughs> have, have you won six or seven with the uh, Canberra Capitals? I've won seven. Seven? If you check, if you if you look at Wikipedia, it says six. Yes. Um, but no, it needs to be updated. I've got seven. So, yeah, very lucky. Very, very lucky. Oh, I thought that because when it was announced that you were the coach, I could remember saying that you're a seven-time WNBL player or champion player, and then Wikipedia was wrong with six. So so just on that, Nat, where did you get the coaching bug? The coaching bug? Yeah. Um, Oh, look, I think um, as a point guard, you're always an extension of the coach. Okay. Um, I don't know if the the coaching bug was something that I really thought about um, in my career, Um, but it's just something that I kind kind you know naturally. Just kind of stepped into um, after my career. I didn't want to. I didn't want to step away from basketball. And uh, yeah, I've been lucky enough to be in in some good positions. And now, obviously, in in, in the best and the highest one um, in Adelaide. So yeah, I feel very lucky to to have that after my career. And uh, yeah, hopefully, uh, if I can be a little bit successful like I was in my playing career, then yeah. you know, I think it'll be a good thing for myself. Yeah. So how much is it about your experiences and your knowledge, or the mentors you've had as coaches in the past? Have you built this? coaching program that you want to unfold with the Lightning? Oh, look, I think it's uh, it's been a little bit rapid fire um, in this preseason, obviously, with my first one with the WNBL. Yeah. Um, I've been involved as a player, but to to, to get your, your coaching kind of style out there as a, as a coach and a first-time coach is obviously a different thing to, to just rocking up and, and doing what the coach says. So, you know, I still feel like I have a, I have a lot to learn. Um, mm. I know I have a lot to learn. Um, I've learned a lot in my career as a player, and I've, I've really watched other coaches I mean, I'd be silly to not have watched the coaches as I've been playing for exactly. them. Um, yeah. But, you know, I, I want to I take little pieces from what I've learned and then, you know, kind of add my own style to that, which um, hopefully I'm, I'm, I'm doing. Hmm. Well, you officially haven't coached a game yet, but you, the, the, the playing <laughs> stock love you. We had Jacinta Munro on last, last week or the week before. She thinks the world of you. Oh, I'm, oh look, I'm very lucky. I've, uh, I said to, I've said to the girls, and it's no word of a lie, that, you know, when I got to sit down and, and, and sit with my assistant coach and the GM at the time and, and put together a list and I, I literally was lucky enough to get everyone on my list. So the, the playing okay. the playing group around me is exactly who I wanted. Um, I'm glad that they've come in and, and they like me as much as I like them. So hopefully, you know, it helps us it helps us build that culture and, and get that connection that we need to, you know, it's not just about what you put on the court. I think it's about a lot of things. And uh, yeah, the culture is a massive thing and it's something that we, we want to do and that what, what I wanted to do with this particular so, playing group. So on I, that, Natalie, what is the buy-in been like so far? Well, that's critical I've to you, really isn't lucky. it? I've been really lucky. It is. Uh, buy-in is massive. If you don't have buy-in and, and, and the girls yeah. don't don't see the vision that you see, um, I think you're, you're pushing it up a hill 
Um, I've been lucky <laughs> enough that so far, <laughs> so far, you know, it seems that I've got the buy-in from the girls. And uh, look, my door's open. My phone's always on to, to any suggestions, um, any any feedback and all that kind of stuff from the girls as well. And, you know, I like to touch base with, with Captain Steph Talbot just to make sure that she thinks we're on the right track. Um, you know, if she gives, gives us a tick, then I think we're onto something. So Ooh. I've been lucky enough that so far the buy-in has been, been really great from the girls. Natty, let's go back to you. You represented Australia with the Opals. You're on the periphery a little bit. Who was the evil person that was keeping you out at the time? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, look, there was a couple, and, you know, that's still something that probably haunts me a little bit in my career, that, you know, mm. to, to not make a team and be cut last four times. Um, mm. is something that, you know, I didn't achieve, um, that I wanted to achieve, but that's, you know, I've got a passion for for wanting to see now my players achieve exactly what they want. So to listen to their goals and to help them, any way I can to, to achieve that and to not miss out or to know that they've put everything out there and if it doesn't happen, you know that you did all you could. And I can I can rest at night knowing that I did all I could, even though it haunts me a little bit to, to not have, you know, got to that extra step that I would have loved to have well, done. You answered that very politically and very kindly. So was <laughs> it, I'm trying to get the math right here in the time zones. Was it Timsey or was it Aaron Phillips? No, yeah, I think T- Timsey and uh, and Aaron. Aaron was definitely there when I was coming into the group. Um, damn that woman! It was probably. <laughs> um, I mean, damn! What a what a sports what a sports woman. Um, look, you can't you can't really be upset when you when you miss out to plays like that. So, uh, no. I you know it, it, it's tough. Um, there's a lot of lot of great talent in Australia, and uh, look to be to be in the mix for those those groups and to to miss out to the players that I did. Like I said, I can rest easy at night knowing that I put everything out there. So oh. I'm, I'm happy with that, but yeah. Nat, we've been doing a few quizzes today. The Roach, I don't know if you know him. He's known for being tight, but he can be generous and he's very wealthy. He's got $100,000 <laughs> if you can name the nine previous coaches for Adelaide Lightning. <laughs> oh, his money could be safe. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's, there's uh, Tracy York. Um, there was uh, Peter Buckle. Yes. Um, very good. Four. Uh, I don't know. It's tough to, you know, when Jan and Chris are there for so long, it's uh, it's, it's tough to name the other ones. Yeah, uh, so on that Simon point Pritchard then. Who, the... who was that one? Simon Pritchard? No, but it just brings back a few memories. I remember when Stephen Breeny was there, 2010, 2011. Yeah. Uh, I'd forgotten yep. about Vicky Volk. V-A-L-K, yeah. that was 2007, okay. 2010. Richard Dickel was 2014. I don't remember that at all. That was short-stayed. Um, uh, Jeremy Mule. 14 and 15. Okay. Yeah, and that's that's about it. So you miss out on the 100,000, but we've educated you. Oh, so, so just thank on you that. very much. I appreciate it. <laughs> so just on that, Natalie, we know Jan Sterling left an enormous legacy. Yes. And then yep. financial issues hurt the Lightning considerably. So what's your dream for what this group is all about and what this club's all about at the moment? Um, I think, you know, right now we've landed in a really good spot with Pliga Group. Um, taking over the team, uh, Steve and, and Karen Wren, who look after us now, uh, are amazing owners. Um, they definitely see a big picture for the Lightning. Um, they're, they're putting things in already this season that the, the girls haven't had before um, in the background. So I hope it continues. Um, I hope we, we keep this wonderful relationship with Polygar and, and we're very lucky that they've stepped in and, and taken over. Um, you know, I want I want to have full professional athletes that get paid you know, a wage that they can that they can just live on, um, and to not have. You know, we've got some that that leave us and go to work in the afternoon and, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Still, yeah. we have mostly professional, which you know, compared to when I was back playing, it, it's fantastic. Um, but we're you know we're striving to to be the best 
and we want the best for our players and that would be to just have them as this is their sole job and they can just concentrate on basketball and uh, we're nearly there we're, but we're still so far from it um, and I just want to see see my players be able to just enjoy what they do and, and, and just know that they can focus on basketball and, and they don't have to worry about financials and having to seek that elsewhere. And that relationships are very important. We want to build one with you. It's been a delight to chat with you. Hopefully we can do it right throughout the season. We need to go to a break. We wish you all the very best against the Southside Flyers on Saturday night. Good luck. Thank you. Thanks for having me and talk to you soon. We will have you again. Believe us. There she is, Nat Hurst. Uh, full of energy. What a ripper. Sounds like an exciting new era. Five foot four. Wouldn't that, it's like being, you talk about wicket keepers and if, yep. you're, if you're the second wicket keeper to Rod Marshall. It's Marsh all about or, timing. It's all about timing. Uh, I think her timing is going to be beautiful with Adelaide Lightning. We'll go to a break. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. 32, two minutes late for the news. Okay, uh, just keeping an eye on what's happening here at number one King William Street. I thought there was going to be a domestic, a bit of drama, Roach, but no. They, no, no, there would have been a misunderstanding if there had been. Okay. But well, that's how most of them start, Roach. It's a, it was an interesting moment in life, actually. You, you would have had to go out there as a bouncer and separate them. Well, there was a lady in distress. I would have definitely rushed out. Yeah, you are very heroic like that when you put your cape on. Uh, we're two minutes late for the news, nearly three. Enjoyed that chat with Natalie Hurst. Roach, we're going to lasso her and hogtie her and keep her as a regular. Okay. What a wonderful yes. uh, young lady. Well, if that energy translates to her team, we're yeah. on our way. And when we spoke to Jacinta Munro, uh, she yeah. was so effusive in yes. her praise yes. for uh, Nat Good. Hurst. So that's coming up next. Um I'll just read a quick text, then we'll go to the break, because we've got Matt Rendell coming up. We don't want to keep the big fella waiting. Now, this is in regards to Port's AFLW program. Boys, I don't think that enough is made of the age of Port Adelaide's backline. Uh, Borg, 17, Tahu, just Mm. 20, and Ballard, 19 or 20. They're all going to be very good players. But Port's men's team had most of their inexperienced players on the outside. Houghton aside, Port Adelaide's women's team, as most of the inexperience in the key positions. Correct. That's from Phil. Yep. Phil, I'll say it again. There were plenty of positives. Look past the one and a half wins. Next year will be a hell of a lot better. Kim, you've got to score to win. They, they set up scores. They don't score. So yep. they get another forward, like Lauren Arnell told us. They're on their way again. Matt Rendell, coming up next. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. 4.38, Kimbo and The Roots with your thanks to Balfour's. No matter your clutch colours, Balfour's are for the game. And Hyundai, and I'm a happy man. You've made my day, Roach. Why? Well, because I waved to the Indian fans as they walked about past. six of them walked past and they gave you absolutely nothing. You really thought you were a rock star. In. No, you, I you, thought you, I'd you welcome them to town. I'm being a friendly South Australian. You were doing, I'm the Roach, look at me. And they gave no, you I absolute donuts. Not. I loved it. I was it. welcoming them to town. I tell you, we've got a tough audience, Roach. Here's a text as regards to uh, Port and the comments from Lauren Arnell mm. saying, if you look past the score, this text says, if you look past the score... Can't wait for Port to plaster that new motto over the We Exist to Win Premierships one. I think we know what the context of her remark was about. That's a little bit of humour, Rich. You don't have to explain. Let's go to a man that's got a great sense of humour. Yes. Or has he? Yes, he has. 
the list guru, Matt this Randall. Year. Hello, Matty. <laughs> Good afternoon, fellas. Is it late today? A few minutes late. Yeah, I know. That was Roach's fault. Do you believe me? Um, what's that? <laughs> I said that was Roach's fault. Do you believe me? Yep. Thank you. Yep. Oh, beautiful. Okay. Hey, Matty, you've been in the caper for a long time. We've both been around footy clubs all our life. And it's the volunteers that really make a club. They're the unsung heroes. Back at West Torrens, yep. when I got there, it was Rex, little Rexy White. You'd remember yep. Rexy. Um, yep. One of the toughest property stewards ever, I tell you. If you forgot your socks, you <laughs> had to go up. out without them. He wouldn't give you another pair. <laughs> And uh, when I was at North, there was a guy called Ian Oswald, old Mudguts. He was affectionately known to all the boots. We lost a great one today from the Sydney Swans, Kenny Williams at the age of 93. Yeah, great fella, Kenny. Well, I didn't know him that well, but uh, he used to chuck a fair bit of band. He used to stand behind the goals. uh, (laughs) If you're looking at the the Swans to the left, so um, that's where he was uh, around by that member's stand or lady stand or whatever it's called, so... Uh, used to stand right in the middle of the goals, uh, behind the goals, and um, oh, he'd just give it to you. I remember one goal. I, I used to play the ruck there, but I played full forward this day, and Kenny just, from before the first bounce, is into me. Um, and uh, But I kicked six to half time, and uh, the game was all <laughs> over, and he, he said to me, he said, as, as the game was about to finish, he said, oh, Sorry about that. You're a great player. Uh, <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. Actually, I put a, I put a bit of mayo on it. He said you're a good player. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, that's good then. He was being, a, he was being. He's a, a good. Gr- he's a great old fella. And you, the the biggest uh, incident you'll remember with Kenny, he was giving it to Plugger yeah. all day, and that's when <laughs> yeah. Plugger drilled the ball from the goal square. Right. He tried to hit Kenny. Yep. And Kenny luckily ducked. Uh, but yeah. uh, that was bad. that was no good by Plugger. He took it personally. And, but, um, and yeah, great great people. They keep clubs alive. And look, I ran into you, as a player, you don't sort of realise how much joy you bring mm. to so many people, and you see them like years later. And like I saw a bloke at the the races in the birdcage on Saturday, uh, a Fitzroy supporter, and he come up and said hello, and we had a big chat. You know, um, you know, he's looked after Leon Harris during COVID, gave him a job, and. Um, you know, you bring so, you bring as players and as a team, you bring so much joy to so many people, um, and you sort of don't you sort of take it a bit for granted when you're playing. Yeah. You sort of realise afterwards how much you meant to meant to supporters and, and I, how much joy you bring to their lives. Yeah, and I think the beauty with the volunteers that are inside the four walls, their their love is call it love is very unconditional because they see the downs that you have and the lows that you have, whereas supporters, and I say this respectfully, can be a little bit fickle. They'll love you when you have a good one, you have a bad one, and then they want to throw eggs at you. um, And, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, um, you know, the volunteers who actually work in the club, it's, oh, they get so much joy out of it. Um, You know, know, the local clubs, they need them, and, uh, you know, they, they spend a lot of their own time and money, you know, just, you know, doing things for nothing. Uh, we see today North Melbourne uh, said goodbye to Jared Polak. Mm. You'd say that that deal, mm. deal didn't work. It was what, Roach, five million? Five million for five years. A lot of it paid up front, Matt. You've seen a lot of. Oh, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was seven fifty for five, but um, gee, that was a that was a um, that was a dud. And, and even if it was seven fifty, it was too much. Mm. Um, but uh, they got a they get a first round pick, I think. Um, I'm trying to think. It's, it's, to what did they now. use that? Uh, well, it wasn't in the, the Dougal Howard one. Wingard went. They got two first rounders. 
and they took the you know the butters Rosie and that. But I yeah. can't remember what they did with the off the top of my head what they did with the pick they got for uh, Polak. Well, Rich is having a look now. Let me throw another one at you. We'll let you be the bad guy. Um, you've seen a lot of deals that have been done. Some have been really successful. You'd have to say the Polak one wasn't successful. No, um, for, for various reasons. What's some of the other ones that uh, have been really high profile oh. and a lot of money that haven't worked? Oh, crows have got to cut that obvious. <laughs> Bryce Gibbs, please. Well, I said I wanted you to be Bryce the bad guy. Gibbs. I work with him. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, even he put up his but, hand, please. Yeah, and it wasn't he's, his fault. If they're going to do it, they should have done it the first year, but I didn't yeah, think they no, should have, they done, it have then. done it at all. Oh, well, I agree. They shouldn't have done it at all. I mean, sorry. I, I, sorry, you might work with him, but uh, watching him play, he was he'd had enough. So, what else in your time? He was on Big Doe. Oh, well, there's been plenty, hasn't there? Um, well, you got to look now and say, well, um, the Trelaw... Well, how many Collingwood ones do you want me to know? The, <laughs> the Grundy ones are dud. The Trelaw ones are dud. The Stevenson ones are dud. Um, if if you know, Grundy had stayed, heat, if Grundy, but, you say that's a dud, but, I mean, he was injured. If, if he'd kept playing, it might, it might have worked out okay. People thought Alistair no, Lynch no, was going to be a dud. No, 27. No, I mean, but you, if he'd you, stayed... Oh, if he stayed, he plays. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, t- I said, people I know, Collingwood, I said, get rid of um, Cameron and Cox and keep Grundy, for mm. Christ's sake. You're yep. crazy. Mm. Um, um, make, didn't make any sense to understand why they, they did it. But, um, you know, it's, oh, look off the top of my head. Okay, there's, there's a heap of dud deals um, that have been done. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll do a bit of homework I'll, and I'll do a list top 10 for you. Okay, I'll look, give you an easy question then, because this will be near and dear to you, even though you might have wanted to sweep it under the carpet. Um, what's the worst one you've done when you've looked at it and you've gone, I got that wrong? Uh, in, a, in a trade? Trade, yeah. Uh, uh, well, I, I, I didn't trade too many. I, I didn't get too many, uh, uh, if you would say... What about uh, draft then, think, when you toss the, the coin... Between well, a the, well the, I traded for uh, Josh Jenkins and Tom Lynch. They both had really good careers. Um, uh, Source Jacobs, another one. Um, the one that didn't quite work out, I thought it would be a beauty, and I'm trying to think of his bloody name, but I got him to play as a fullback uh, from North, and he ended up um, he ended up selling a business recently for, for tens of millions of dollars. Oh, yeah. Um, um, oh. <laughs> uh, starts with an M. Mark Stevens. Um, no, no, no. Mark Stevens was good. Yeah. He was good. No, though. no, no. Um, but he he had some real potential. I can't think. But he oh the blonde he head lad. Yeah, the, uh, the blonde head lad. Yeah, he quit to do do his uh, IT and apps and went to the states. So, oh yes, uh, now yeah. Oh Moran, uh, Moran, um, Moran. Yes, Moran. Brad Moran. Uh, look, look, he would have played. I reckon he would have played a lot of AFL footy at, at the Crows. He was he was uh, okay, but uh, you know he he went in another direction. So I didn't actually. The ones I did were pretty damn good, to tell you the truth. So, <laughs> oh, the, the, from a trade point of view, uh, from a draft point of view, well, it, it's not so much the ones you, you took or the ones that... The one for me is the one I missed out on was Lockie Neal. Because mm. um, I, did, I didn't... Um, I really... I, should, I tried to play coy and hope that everyone saw that we weren't interested, so there must be something wrong with him and I'll get him as a rookie. But then Freo uh-huh. took him way at the back end of the draft. I didn't do it again, but I should have just called him out when I was picking the draft for us instead of trying to get him into the rookie draft. 
Hey, just regards um, to Polak, we've got a text here saying, I don't know if this is right, Roach, it turned into Rosie with a lot of convoluted correct. pick swapping. Yeah, it did. It did. And there's, yeah. Well, has Rosie been there five years, has he? Yeah, Port Adelaide so advanced so themselves, was, yeah. In that so draft. it was Polak, Wingard, Dougal Howard all went, and they ended up with three first-rounders. Of course, they had their own. Is that right? Oh, I'd have to go look at that one in particular. Yeah, I'd have to go look at that. I thought it was a different year, but don't, you know, don't hold me to that. Yeah. We've got a very um, relevant text here that's come through. Uh, we'll straighten yeah. the show up a little bit, talking about the value of volunteers, Rooch. Mm-hmm. This text says, when's Rooch going to be a volunteer at Port Adelaide? He's bleeding them dry because you're terrible. on the payroll. That's well, that's Mario. Now, Matt, we've had time to digest all the delistings. Is there one that is still baffling you? Um... Oh, there's, there's, there's quite a few actually, but mm-hmm. as you've, as I as I read today that um, some some clubs have got some gaps on them. They've got a few picks to take, and uh, they're not taking that many in the draft. So these players are going to get taken back. Uh, for example, Cooper Murley's going to get taken back by Collingwood as a rookie, yep. but he's still got a year of his contract. Um, so there's going to be a few of those. Um, I don't, off the top of my head. Um, Nothing that, that really you're going, oh, he's way good enough to keep playing. But um, there'll be a lot of players that I reckon will come back on list and play league footy, play AFL footy. So uh, it's just, you know, what I'm hearing, the draft is, you know, it could stop out at 45. Yeah, and uh, I, I did... A, um, I did, a record low. I did read your article and have a listen to the podcast when you named your 13 players that have been delisted and will get picked up. People can find that on yeah. the SEN website. Hey, we've got a lot of yeah. elephants out there in our audience. They've got great memories. Uh, this is from Matt in Brisbane. Yeah. He says, what about Lawrence bloody Angwin, Angwin with 10 exclamation marks? Were you responsible for that one? Oh, please, old mate. Come on, get your facts right before you send your <laughs> He's text. just that asking. Was, that was... <laughs> That was stupid Fantasia. That you did that oh, easy. Hello, James. Easy. <laughs> oh, James, come on, please. Everyone knew to stay away from that one. The whole world, and I wasn't even involved in it. They knew that was a danger, danger. Will Robinson was Laurie Anglin. Mm. Gee, he was quick on the draw then, wasn't he? Mm. Hey, Matty, always <laughs> a bit of fun to chat to you. Okay. Um, I think that story's got a lot of depth that doesn't just lead to James Fantasia having an answer for that one. Don't throw people under the bus unless you're going to name them, Rooch. Exactly. Who? Who, who are you throwing who? under the bus? Well, I, think, I think the coach was very keen there, wasn't Which he? Which one was that then? Oh, you're saying the coach influenced the decision? Oh, I think so. They wouldn't do that. Oh, is that no. Neil Craig then, was, that, was it? No, Gary is. Was Gary that Neil is. Craig? No, Gary, Gary is then. Well, I tell, you, I tell you, the coach's influence in decisions in the first round, there's yeah. a litany of them. I'll give you oh, another yes. one. Yeah. Uh, Neil Danaher influenced Melbourne uh, to take um, Boland. I reckon it was nine. Um, they, they fall in love with tools who are no good coaches, <laughs> honestly. Uh, they've got to stay right out of it. They've got I no agree. idea what they're doing. I oh, agree. I would love to have a microphone or a camera in the room when you're talking to a coach banging heads over players, Matty. I reckon it would have been great live. No, no, no. Oh, no mate, I had a blue with Craigie. <laughs> Over who? He's trying to tell me how to. He's trying to tell me how to organise the draft. I just walked out and sma- slammed the door shut. He's telling me how to organise. Yes, the Matt Randell uh, book would be a very interesting. You got to write one. Rachel will write it for nothing for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yes, do it. Good on you, Matty. We'll so, chat to so you. Yeah, it didn't surprise me about Craigie and Lawrence Angwin then when I would have no, tried to was, do the same thing with me. Gary, yes, Gary yes, Lawrence yes. Angwin. Oh, was it easy? Okay. Yes. The Hawthorne connection. It was yeah. the Hawthorne connection. Uh, okay, we okay. might flesh out some of these arguments next week. They're, they're, they're damn interesting. Hey, good on you, Matty, and uh, back a winner oh, tomorrow on. at Ladies' Day. <laughs> okay, thanks very much. See you. There he is, Matty Rendell. He's an absolute ripper. Here's he a text was, before we go. He was very diplomatic there, wasn't he? No, he never is. <laughs> <laughs> what about James Fantasia? Threw me under the bus in a well, heartbeat. It's a bit unfair on James. Well, we'll, we'll get him on. He can defend himself. Good man, James. Mm-hmm. Friend of the station. Uh, this text, Roach. Imagine if Port got Polak back this year and Wingard back next year? No. No. That's from Louis being a little bit facetious there. We'll take a break. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Rooch. Nearly 4.57 in our new time slot, 3 to 5 now. That'll be the go for the rest of the year and next year as well. Uh, appreciate you jumping on. Appreciate all the texts as well. Um, Matty Rendell, he's always an entertaining chat because you never know what he's going to say. Roach, I think you should write a book. Oh, well, actually, yes. don't, let, well, don't let Matt write one. Right. It'll be like War and Peace. It'll go on forever. That's okay. Um, but you could do all the recruiters and the blow-ups they've had with coaches. That was interesting to say that he slammed the door and walked out on New I, on I still look at that vision of that draft where Port Adelaide called Travis Boak and the expression on Mark Williams' face when he wanted someone else. Yeah, who was it again he wanted? James Seller. Yeah. Our own James, James Seller. Who works here at SEM. Who then Neil Craig took. Yeah. So there was a lot of interest in him. And like and that was Matt, pick 14. Pick like, 14 yeah. it was and that, like that James said, went for. Coaches love tall blokes. Yep. That's true, and he was a star junior. He yep. was just, uh, James Seller Local. was an Australian uh, Local. Yeah, volleyball player as well. Yep. So great agility, but um, yeah, you know, he played some good games for Adelaide and then ended up at uh, Melbourne. Mm. Um, tomorrow, Roots, we're on the road, okay, just in case you forget. We'll be doing the show live from Adrian Bryant Hyundai out good. there on South Road if you want to pop out and say g'day, or more importantly, buy a vehicle from them. Maybe the new Tucson. It's yep. beautiful. And there's a big prize we'll announce tomorrow while we're there too. Is there? Oh, yes. I've read the running sheet. There's a big prize. What's that? Well, we're announcing it tomorrow, Kim. A prize tomorrow? The, yes. The the dealership it has a big prize on offer. Does it? You didn't read the email today, did you? No, no I haven't I haven't checked that. I'm looking at Benny. You yes. haven't got confused with the $1,000 fuel we're giving away? No, there's a big prize. Well, Ben's chortling out there laughing. Why are you laughing, Ben? Because he's read, read something. Am I allowed to read it now or am I No, well, you make me nervous. Oh, no, I'm not allowed to read it. You're not allowed to read it, no. I'm not allowed to read it. But You've yeah, gone off it. script again. You've gone rogue, Roach. No, that's, well, I got the email. Um, we've got to get out at 4.59.50 on the dot. What have I got? I've got nearly a minute. Hey, let's hear from Steve Smith talking about if Finch doesn't play, hey, who'll be hey, captain? It's... Oh, I assume Wadey would take the reins. He's been vice-captain, but... Um... Uh, and I'm sure he'd do a terrific job as well. But, um, you know, I'm there to, to help in any way I, uh, I can. I've um, obviously got a lot of experience and, yeah, vice-captain, obviously, the test side and have captained before. So, look, I'd help in any way that I can. But, um, yeah, fingers crossed the guys that are having their scans um, can get some good news and, and be OK anyway. He was campaigning for it. Good luck to him. <laughs> He's got to get in the side first. Hey, just between you and I, no one else. Just, just you and I. Ten grand's on the table. Tomorrow. 
can't help yourself, Rich. You're not meant to say anything. Oh, I'm sorry. Benny, was he meant to say that? Join us tomorrow. Adrian Bryant. If, if we still got a job. <laughs> Good night, everyone. All right. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.